Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Backlog Breakdown. I'm here with my main man, Josh. How we doing today, bro? Hey, 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 doing good. How you doing? Uh, I'm all right. Uh, you know, I, I had nothing special. Well, I did, and I told you about it off mic, the, the little <laughs> song about priorities. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my dignity got the better of me, <laughs> and or my... The fact that I take myself too seriously got the better of me. I don't know. But uh, I was basically going to try and sing a little ditty about priorities to uh, respect by Aretha. But one, I figure that would probably be pretty disrespectful to Aretha. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. And and yeah, nobody wants that. Nobody <laughs> wants me to do that, <laughs> I, <laughs> including I, myself. When you brought it up, I was going to make a joke about how like, that's only for our paying customers, like our Patreon, you know, supporters or something Ooh. like that. But then you brought up your dignity and I'm like, oh, I don't want him to sell his dignity. That, uh, that's probably not a good look. <laughs> probably not a My good look. My dignity does does have a price tag <laughs> if we had a Patreon. You know, that would probably be something that would get him behind a paywall. So, but. So Nate's yeah, dignity, I'm, $5 I'm a month. pretty good, man. I'm just kidding. Yeah, $5 a month. That's a... Uh, you, you can you can have my dignity. Uh, anyway, I'm sure that uh, there have been things in my life in the past where I've sold it for less. So, uh, oh man, oh my, oh my! It's like, dude, you know, Esau sold his birthright for a bowl of stew. There you go. I'm pretty sure that I've sold my dignity for like you know a couple of chili dogs or something. <laughs> so, nice. so it's. I feel like, you know, we're not going to do anything super funny, um, even though we are recording this on April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's we're, we're not going to be releasing it until, you know, not April Fool's Day. And uh, I'm okay with not contributing to hijinks. Uh, you yeah. know, it's, it's the one day of the year when people actually treat the internet the way they should, where <laughs> they hardly believe anything they read on it. Um, so. That's true. Did you see the, the Babylon Bee? With the about CNN, yes, yes, the reporting like reporting an actual correct story, like yeah. an actually real story. Yes, yeah, that yeah, one. I was like, I oh that. man, that is that is comedy gold right there. That's some good stuff. The the B has some real zingers, man. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, that's some that that is some good. Uh, man, my brain is failing me. Satire, like. Satire, yes, that's some good satire. Way better than the Onion. Like I, th- I feel like the Onion. The last couple of times I've like looked at the Onion, it's just it's almost been like sort of like not clever. I guess it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, eh. Yeah, it's it's been quite a while. The Onion, I feel like, is very kind of hit or miss. Like when they're on, they're really funny, but they have to pump out so much material that they, yeah, you know, like on a scale of one to ten, like they'll let anything above a five kind of scoot through and then a lot of i mean because it's kind of in a uh magazine or not a magazine a, a newspaper format then the joke runs on way too long like you know the headline is usually the funniest part it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be a full yeah. article so um but anyways i i digress we don't have to continue talking about satire websites and, and newspapers if we don't want to yeah man you know i mean i'm sure at some point in time you know We'll circle back around to it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But but yeah, I think I th- you know just to 
the 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 thing you pointed out though is like yeah a lot of it is the headlines the best part and everything after that is just kind of like meh so how is your april fool's day how how how's your last couple of weeks been homie uh I, i'm doing good i'm doing good this um Man, there's there's a couple things that have been going on in terms of April Fool's Day. I, I really haven't had any kind of like jokes pulled or anything like that. It's it's purely been online stuff that I've seen that has reminded me that it's even April first, um, which I'm kind of surprised at. But but that's okay. Um, I learned early on in my marriage not to do uh, very many April Fools pranks on my wife. Um, because she kind of takes it. Does Samantha not like pranks? Well, it's it's not necessarily that she doesn't like my pranks. Okay, I tried to pull the whole like, <laughs> oh hey, I just got into a car accident thing. Um, I'm gonna go oh, call them. No. Yeah, and it just didn't go over well. Um, after she found out it was a joke, so um, I've just kind of held off on that for the most part. Um, and didn't try to do anything. I'm, I'm sympathetic to S- Samantha there because <laughs> Megan does that to me. Oh, nice. She'll like she'll make jokes about like disasters, and mm-hmm. I I go into like panic mode, and she's like, "I'm kidding," and I'm like, "That's not funny." <laughs> and then when I try to do the the the, the part I, I like least is that when I try to do it, she's like, "You're lying," and because oh. I can't, <laughs> I can't keep a straight face. Nice. So nice. See, I generally can't. No, I when I got her, it was over the phone. It wasn't. It wasn't face to face. So I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm in general. I'm pretty bad at it. But yeah, for the times that I've tried, it just didn't go over too well. So okay. I mean, and if I would have put some time and thought and effort into it, I might have tried something. But but uh, I have to be careful, especially because of my uh, my previous experience. So. Um, so nothing too happy crazy. Happy life, happy life, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a that's a great rule of thumb. Um, but this morning, I uh, before my wife got up, I was I had my kids. We were hanging out, and um, basic long story short, um, I I'm not quite sure. I might have accidentally broken one of my son's fingers. I don't know if it's full on broken or just like bruised what? pretty badly. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Yeah, we went out into the garage and I was I was like I had I had done some lifting this morning before they woke up, and uh, I went out into the garage to kind of like take the weights off of the bar and put the bar back on the I, I, oh no the the bar handle thingy, and uh, he comes over and he wanted to help, so he was like, "Hey, Dad, can I help?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And so he starts, so I kind of lifted the bar and he starts pulling off, it's a 25 pound weight and it's covered with the vinyl. It's not like it's, you know, like just straight concrete, but he's pulling it off and he gets Mm. the end and it kind of flings out and it falls over and, and smashes his, his hand and a couple of his fingers. And I'm just like, Oh, poor little guy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm just thinking like, I am. So how did I not see that happening? Like this was uh, obviously this was going to happen. This was extremely stupid of me. Like I was happy that he Mm. wanted to help out. And I was like, you know, I wanted to encourage him like, yeah, definitely you can help out. Um, but then I was just like kicking myself because I'm like, that is so dumb. Of course, of course, like a three-year-old playing with weights, this is so stupid. Like he can't, he can't handle that. Um, so, so we've just kind of, yeah. I mean, he's, he's okay. It just, just, he just has a swollen finger 
and I feel really bad. But mm. I say I say broken just because like you know that's where my head went. Um, but it's it's just been swollen. I don't actually think it's broken because um, he can bend it, and it's not it's not like it's not like it is no longer straight. If that makes sense, it, I just feel super yeah, bad. Probably probably smashed it pretty good. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, geez. yeah, it was twenty five pounds, so. Uh, so that's how my day started. So I wasn't necessarily in the mood to kind of think of a way to prank my wife, especially after something like that. And she, I mean, like I was actually expecting her cause of course he was screaming, you know, when it happened. Um, and she, she came downstairs after that. Um, cause she hadn't gotten at least out of our room. And so I, you know, I, I felt really bad and I figured like, oh yeah, she woke up to her son screaming, like, this is going to be a great day <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> um, but she actually was not, oh, man. I, I thought she would be a lot more upset at me. Cause again, in my head, I'm like, this was so obvious. Like you, you don't let a three-year-old help you take weights off of a bar. Yeah. Like, but that's, you weren't, that's really yeah. It's stupid. like you said though, you weren't, you weren't thinking about that. You were just right. like, oh yeah. Hey buddy, that's cool. Like, yeah. And it, oh man, yeah. But yeah, oh. So so that was the start just, to my day. Um, hmm. But so outside of that, it's been a good day, and it's funny because like when I I'll text my wife throughout the day, and and you know I asked her how Ollie was doing, and she was just like, oh yeah, he's been great. Like he hasn't even mentioned his finger in a few hours. Like he's doing fine. So, well, that's it, yeah. good. He's a resilient little guy. But anyways, yeah, outside of that, it's been a good day. It just, I, it started off with that. And so I'm like, oh, great. Like not necessarily in a, in a, in a really funny (laughs) mood today for April. Not that I'm in a bad mood, just that I felt bad. Like I felt guilty, bad kind of a a thing, if that makes sense. And that, yeah, that probably like, even if you had been thinking of like hijinks and pranks, that probably would have put a damper on them super quick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Man. But outside of that, it's been good. Um, over the weekend, my wife and I actually went out of town. We attended the South Texas Bible Conference. Um, we've got some friends uh, a couple hours from us who are a part of this church that put on um, this conference. And it was it had two speakers, two main speakers. It was uh, James White and Justin Peters. Mm-hmm. And we had a okay. great time out there. the The conference was packed. We were we were only there for basically twenty four hours, um, but it was packed like end to end. Um, but we had a really good time out there. So it's it's been it's been a good couple weeks, busy as usual. Um, but yeah, man, I feel like I'm starting to ramble. But that's been that, yeah, that's kind of I the mean, highlights of my last pat couple weeks. That's general general chit chat, man. So there you go. Um, how have you been? I think like, uh, yeah, well, you know, pretty good. I, I spent today, I spent, um, there's a, there, I think there's a little bit of irony here. And I, and I told you about this early, but I spent a, at least probably an hour today picking dog poop up out in my yard <laughs> and it's just like, so dog poop, April, April fool's day, you know, yeah, there, there's something, there's like linkages there that like, <laughs> I uh, you know, hadn't sort of put together before, but um, yeah, no. Uh, today I had the day off, so I uh, you know, and and I'll talk a little bit about it in the in the backlog report proper. But I wrapped up I am Satsuna, 
And, nice. uh, you know, yeah, I'll, I have some thoughts on it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like I said, smoked the cigar. I had this, it was a Cohiba, mm. but it wasn't, um, it wasn't the, uh, I got to find the band, but it was, uh, it was like, not just like the, the sort of like the straight Cohiba, it was like a, a special blend and, uh, okay. It was re- it was really good. Burned really nice. Like the whole time I was out there, uh, I burned it down to like you know just the nub to where uh. I was like you know burning my fingers on it, uh, which is <laughs> my favorite way to smoke a cigar. Um, you know, and it's it, I I you know if you're gonna pick up dog dog poop, yeah, it's probably one of the best ways to do it is just walk around, smoke a cigar, you know, pick up dog poop, listen to an audio book. Um, so. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do a whole lot today, and you know, the, the over the last couple of weeks, just um, you know, not a whole lot, nothing major. I I think the biggest thing, probably, and it's it's weather related, so you know, big surprise there. But uh, you know, uh, we were given the okay to start wearing shorts, uh, spring and summer attire at the post office <laughs> here in lovely Western Pennsylvania is finally. In season, so now I feel like this is like the uniform that I actually like. This is like my my proper uniform, is what I tell people. This is my real uniform. <laughs> I just wear the pants because I have to. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we're getting we're getting the shorts. It's short season again. Um, you know, we had we had a day last week that up in the seventies. Okay, okay, like, that's what it's seventy. Ask. It hit seventy. And that was like a little on the warm side. Um, <laughs> gotcha. But you know, we'll get to we'll get to a point where like, I mean, we you know, just a couple of weeks ago we were having like forties and thirties. So it's like now when you're in the fifties and sixties, it's like eh, it feels significantly warmer than it actually is. Um, but but yeah, uh, just sort of minor stuff. Uh, we had some. You know, there was just some medical stuff going on with my wife's family. Um, you know, Ooh. so she was she was in the hospital, um, you know, for her dad and then her grandma. And it's just, it's been kind of heavy. It, nothing, like, everybody seems to be doing okay. Seems to be sort of stable. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, just, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, it's, it's tough on my wife, especially, you know, she's. She's pretty close to her grandma and, uh, you know, so, but, you know, so and anybody, you know, I, we definitely would appreciate, appreciate prayers there. So, yeah, but for sure, man, other, other, other than that, uh, not a whole lot really. I mean, yeah, I've got some backlog report stuff, but, uh, just, it's sort of, you know, uh, been a couple of low key weeks, which is which is good, which is okay, okay. with with me. Uh, they don't all need to be super crazy or good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But so I, why don't we just roll into? We'll just sort of keep this this trainer. Oh man, my metaphors <laughs> and stuff. I drank I drank half a pot of coffee earlier today. Oh, you dang! Can't even tell now. 
So well, it depends um, how much earlier yeah. it was because you might be hitting the crash then if that's the case. Well, it was hours. I mean, it was like I when I got up at like eight thirty nine o'clock and I had a cop and then I just polished off the pot. Oh, okay. You know, over the next couple hours, so gotcha, gotcha. I was I was thinking about I was thinking about making a a cup for myself before we started recording, but then I was like, ah, I'll be up super late then. I'm just like, eh. But uh, but you know what I did do today that I sort of, before we roll into the backlog report proper. You mentioned that you went and lifted this morning. Mm-hmm. I flaked out. I, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my pastor probably, I never texted him or anything. And so I'm going to have to text him tomorrow and be like, yeah, dun, I'm dun, sorry. Dun. Like, um, but my one buddy, he, he's sick. And so he, last night, he, he said, oh, I'm probably not going to make it. And instead of me saying, hey, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. I'm just going to take the day. I just was like, eh. And then, like, by the time I thought about it, I was like, ah, I should really text Jared, but it's super late. I'll I'll just text him in the morning when I get up. Mm-hmm. And then I got up at, like, 9, and I was like, I forgot all about it. And I was like, <laughs> I should, uh. so I'll have to text him and be like, yeah, I, I'm a jerk. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been doing that fairly consistent. I, you know, just got to get my diet under control. Yeah, um, but I was watching. I was watching some guy actually before we started recording. I was watching some guy from the Five Pints. He's doing this the Guinness challenge, and what is uh, that? apparently he thinks Guinness is yeah. He's just drinking Guinness. I mean, like only Guinness. Like what? It's the only be- like he drinks like one Guinness a day or something like that. Oh, and okay. He's like talking about how like it's it's helping with his blood pressure and everything else. And I mean, he's doing some like diet stuff too. Okay. And I'm just kind of like, okay, let's like, Oh, you know, this is also a dude who has a, a pronounced affection for Guinness stout. So, which, which I do not. Yeah. Um, Guinness is basically the Coors Light of stouts. It's, uh, if you need to drink something, if you need to drink a stout, yeah, it'll do. It's 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 a good. Uh, I I shouldn't call it coarse light, but it's it's an okay stout. But yeah. it's like, eh. yeah, they do the. But anyways, um, gosh, it's been so long since I've had it. But they do one that's like a, that's marketed as like their their dark, uh, beer, and I feel the extra really, stout. Yes, extra stout. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like the extra that, stout. Yeah, dude, extra stout solid. Like it's it's a solid. It's a solid stout, but yeah, anybody I, who's like, <laughs> I, I agree. I think Guinness is the stout for people who don't like stouts. Like you feel yeah. like you're drinking a stout more than, than it is actually stout ish. It's, it's a lot of body with not a, like just a, a, a Guinness, like sort of off the shelf, out of the can, like not the extra stout, not any of the sort of like special edition stuff. Mm. Like I'm just straight Guinness. Like it's kind of like there's, it's got a nice body, but there's not a lot of taste going on. And right. stouts as a general rule, I'm not saying that they're super, it's just like, it's on the lower end of the spectrum for me. It's yeah. like, yeah, if somebody gives me one, I'm not going to say no, but it's like, I'm not going to go out and buy it. Like, unless like, you know, I'm doing like car bombs or, you yeah. know, Irish hand grenades or, yeah, something silly like that. 
Like, I'm not, I'm not going to buy it. I used to, I used to drink it all the time. I used to think it was awesome. And then I discovered other beers. Yeah. Like real beers. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. We're starting to, we're starting to, we're starting to veer into the, the pubcast territory yeah. here, man. <laughs> yeah. There so. you go. <laughs> yeah. I, but. I have a special, uh, special place in my heart for Guinness just because I visited the brewery when I was in Ireland with my wife. Oh, very um, cool. But I do, I, I agree with you by and large. I agree with you. I, I probably wouldn't go out. I mean, unless it's, you know, St. Patrick's day or something, you know, just Unless there, it's a particular occasion, I agree. Or unless, like, I don't know, it's mm-hmm. the cheapest thing on the shelf, which it never is. So I don't know why I'd, I even say that. Um, I yes, by and large, I agree with you. It's not, it's not the best out. But um, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's okay. It's passable. Yeah. But yeah, it's just not my yeah, not my cup of tea. I guess. <laughs> so sweet. Or cup of stout. And stout. <laughs> hey. But- Ayo. There we go. I don't even know how we veered off into that. So you're talking about coffee and then, I don't know. Anyways. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I just, I was watching a weird video. That's all. So <laughs> let's, let's get into the backlog report proper right. and just, you know, let's do this thing. Sweet. So, dee, 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 rustle your papers, oh, all man. the things. I don't know that Get I ready for, oh, he's, he's got papers. I've. Let me see if I can. I'm trying to flip my pages for my book. I have no idea if the, the that audio audio is going to get captured or not. Um, so you know, unless you, you want to go first, I'll I'll sort of run down through my it. backlog report progress. Um, so I picked up Octopath Traveler and I've started playing that again. Mm-hmm. I sort of put it back down for a little bit um, until. Well, I told you about, uh, I picked up I Am Setsuna over the weekend and I was, I knew I was pretty close to the end. Like I knew I had pretty much, I I only had a little bit left to go on that. So when we had John on and we brought it up and it got me to thinking about it, I was like, no, I I like that game and I should probably go back and, and wrap it up. So, you know, Friday night uh, or Saturday night. Uh, spun it up, you know, loaded it up and um, downloaded my save files from the cloud and loaded everything back up. And I probably spent two or three hours sort of getting used to the game again. Okay. Um, but then started playing it. Uh, and and it was one of those things where it took a little bit for, like I said, it took, took probably two or three hours for me to sort of get back into the swing of things because there's a lot of like little subsystems in that game that are really interesting, but where, where Chrono Trigger, and, it, and I, I think I said this even in my post in the book club, where Chrono Trigger is very streamlined, uh, I Am Setsuna is not so much. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in how the equipment upgrades, because you can, you can get a sword. There's only really two pieces of equipment. You get a, like a trinket oh, wow. and a weapon. Um, but, the the weapon covers all of your defensive and offensive so okay. it has okay. a, a a physical attack magic attack physical defense magic defense stat on it and that's all covered there and then it'll have its like side effects and the things that it does and then you'll get these trinkets that sort of allow you to equip more techs um the magic or slash tech system is <sighs> It's 
it's interesting, but it's really, in my opinion, overly complicated. Like one of the beauties of, you know, and again, sort of like, and just, you know, comparing it to what I played recently and sort of like, it's, it's basically it's spiritual forefather, Chrono Trigger, like the magic and, and sort of how the text and double text and triple text work. It's pretty cut and dry. It's pretty just, you know, if you have this, you know, but there's, there's sort of a, I don't know. You can, you can assign skills and remove skills and then you assign supports and passives and all that stuff. And then on top of that, you can actually get sort of passives on it's weird and it's sort of in the weeds. It's, it's interesting. I like the idea. I just think the implementation is a little rough in my opinion. Um, But it's, it's, I like the game overall. I mean, it's a net positive. I, I liked it a lot. Actually, the ending was kind of weird and just, um, yeah, it was, it's definitely not like upbeat, like, you know, Chrono Trigger at the end with, when you get the good ending, like this is sort of a darkest timeline sort of ending. Um, maybe not as dark as sort of darkest timeline Chrono Trigger stuff, but it's very melancholy. It ends, it ends on a bit of a downer. Um, but it's it's a good story nonetheless. Um, I've also been playing a lot of Doom, and uh, every time I say that, I think of like Invader Zim. I'm gonna sing the Doom song, Doom, 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 Doom. But I think of like Gur, the little robot dog thing, singing it. But then I think of like death metal, like Doom, 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 Doom. <laughs> like yeah, it's my, my brain's a weird place people you know, <laughs> you know the fact that like you see this much of it is should scare you um that so, game so lots is of melancholy really good. gaming then i mean between i am satsuna and doom mm. it's all pretty pretty <sighs> chill pretty <Yeah>. laid back <laughs> and depressing oh no man that's <laughs> emotional that's, uh, uh, there's, yeah doom Doom brings up emotions, um, <laughs> just not uh, the things not that really it does what with I would heartstrings call. are a little different. It rips them out. Yeah, of your chest. like oh, it's <laughs> the thing that's really cool about that game. So one, it's it's very fast, um, mm-hmm. which typically I'm I tend to be a very slow kind of gamer, okay. but the way that it sort of eases you into it and like you sort of figure out the loops. Cause like the way the levels are set up, the, the way level design is, is sort of implemented in this game is you'll go through a corridor and you might fight like some bosses, but then you'll basically come up to a room where you'll sort of get trapped in the, like this arena sort of area. And it's, you fight through waves of enemies and it's sort of, you go from, you know, and it, it sounds in theory, it's, it's not like a really great, whatever, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's doom. So find the key card, find the key card, find the, the, whatever shoot things. But the way that they sort of cordon off and bottleneck and, and stuff is really interesting and really good. Um, this, the gameplay is super, uh, it, it once it gets its hooks into you, uh, it's it's really hard to sort of shake it off. The the music in this game, you know, where we talked about like where Dead Space, like 
like the the sound design and the musics would really jack you up because mm-hmm. it like it would like get in your head and sort of get under your skin like the the music in this just sort of like pumps you up and like yeah like get you in that like yes i'm going to chainsaw these demons now and <laughs> yes i'm going to run around and shotgun demons in the face now and um it's definitely not something that I would recommend to be played around small children because it is uh, a little visceral uh, to to use that word. Uh, yeah, but it's it's good. I like it a lot. Um, I appreciate I appreciate that game from just a mechanical like it's one of those things that while the content is sort of it's like a horror movie, right? They're not my favorite, but I can appreciate a well-done horror movie. And this game, it's like, this is not like my favorite type of game. Like the, the sort of like the super violent shoot 'em up run and gun kind of stuff. I I really don't like those games all that much, but Mm -hmm. this game sort of, it distills that entire experience. And it just, it's like the best of uh, what it is. And, uh, nice. So it's, it's it's an excellent game. I like I said. Uh, yeah, I I actually fired up I am Satuna today because I got I was getting a little angry at Doom because I was <laughs> I hit a bit of a stall point and I was like ah, I'm just gonna take a little bit of a break from it. Um, but as far as reading goes, um, I've actually been trying to and and it, we'll touch about it when we get into the topic as well, but. I've been trying to implement a bit of a system where that I had shared about that poverty law, um, the scriptures sort of showing the threads of how the poverty law was given to Israel throughout, yeah. you know, the prophets and the Psalms and everything else. I've actually just been trying to take, uh, and I haven't been, it's not, I haven't done it every day. So, but I've been trying to just take one of those verses out of that grid and just sort of going through and journaling a little bit on each one of those and thinking through each one of those verses a little bit, um, sort of meditating on that. Uh, nice. I've been trying to be a little more consistent with the, uh, just one of the things I've been implementing is like, if, if I don't have my reading done and my devotions done, uh, and some of my memorization work done, then I, I haven't. And there were a few nights last week where I just didn't play video games because I hadn't kept up with my reading. And I've also been trying to, I, cause I had s- sort of stalled out on just the, some of the reading from last year. So, mm-hmm. uh, what I've been, so it's just like, just sit down read a chapter, you know? And if, if, if I read three or four chapters a week from, a, from one of those books, like that'll, I'll be able to power through some of that stuff. So, yeah. um, but so I've been going with good and angry and, uh, just, you know, it's definitely like a, I, I, it's, I say this probably every time I talk about this book, but I, well, maybe not this exactly. I don't know why I stopped reading it. Like, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's such a, it, it's such an interesting book and, and it's just, uh, yeah, his tone is very practical, even in sort of when he's laying the groundwork and sort of talking about anger and, and how, you know how we interface with anger or you know 
and, and just to, the, to the, the extent that sin sort of has corrupted everything, including how anger is expressed rightly. And it just, just the whole shebang. And it's, I just, we've gotten to the, the, the more practical application. And so I'm, I'm just like, I'm trying to be a little more consistent with that too. And just, so yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm still sort of behind on some reading and everything, but like I said, I'm, I'm trying to implement this system where I'm saying, okay, like if I don't hit X, Y, and Z, I'm not going to, you know, do these other things. So, mm-hmm. but again, we'll, we'll talk more about that in sort of the, the, the main topic, but I, I, nice. I think as soon as I finish up doom, I'm just going to sort of devote myself to Octopath. Um, ah, nice. So, so yeah, I did yeah. buy my wife Poyo Poyo Tetris though too. And I mm-hmm. feel like I need to mention that. And Poyo Poyo is real weird. Tetris is Tetris, but Poyo Poyo is weird. Yeah, yeah. Poyo Poyo, I feel like is very. Um, so we used to play. Uh, uh, well, it, it was a Poyo Poyo game for what Sega Genesis, I guess, that got ported. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it came to America, excuse me, and they slapped the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, like uh, it was. Bi- it, Ah, I don't know how to say it, but it got changed. Poyo Poyo Sonic. Well, yes, it's called um, it's called Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, and it oh, okay. actually used a lot of the characters from the TV show over here in America, okay. the '90s TV show. And uh, but it was it's I believe it is the exact same game as Kirby's Avalanche on Super Nintendo. I believe that one just got everything got changed into Kirby characters where this one, everything got changed into Sonic characters. Um, anyways, all that to say is, is I played a lot of that. Well, actually my family. So like my brothers and sisters, we would play each other at that. And, um, I got left in the dust. Like a lot of my older brother got really good. And both my younger sisters got really good at it. Um, and that, the in order to play that game well i f- i feel like you can start off and, and you can kind of get it like oh okay well well what like what's the deal with this but in order to play that game well you have to be on it like you have to be setting up your combos and you have to be playing really fast and making sure that the you know the, the enemy doesn't have the jump on you and it gets crazy i feel like the skill floor for that game is is pretty high so um I'm I'm interested yes. about the Puyo Puyo Tetris too. The just the the combination of the two. Does does she play both of them or does she just play one of them? Um, well, there's like a story mode and that has you sort of switching in between the two, and then <laughs> there's actually like a hybrid version of the the game where it's like some modes you're actually like you're mixing Tetris blocks with the Puyo Puyos. Whoa, okay, that's real weird. Um, but uh, it's, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I'll probably play through it. Um, there's, you know, I, I'm now that I'm thinking about, it, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I've, I've sort of been adding to my list of like, Oh, I'll start playing this. Like I got her Tetris effect for Christmas. Yeah. And I think like, I want to beat that too. Nice. Cause I, I do like that. I think uh, I for- beat it on like an easier mode and now I just want to beat it on normal. And that so. was you said that was for Christmas, yeah. 
So it made it so, onto your backlog for this year. Yeah. Oh, that, okay. that one was like an easy, like, yeah. Like I got yeah. that for her because she likes Tetris a lot. Um, I don't like playing it with her because she beats me <laughs> a lot. And I don't like losing. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. When she plays, she, she does play a lot of Tetris. She's been playing some other stuff too, but she nice, uh, nice. Well, cool. How about your backlog right. report, buddy? How's okay? How, how are them backlogs treating you? Okay. So, how's hashtag backlog golf treating you? Uh, well, pretty pretty good actually. Um, and so with golf, I act I have not updated my score, and I need to do that. Um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to uh, like dump a bunch of Metal Slug games on at once. Um, but then that backfired because I'm like, oh, I'll just I'll just space it out, and then I just never do, and so now I'm like, I I need to start like posting about each of these games because I like giving you know like little tiny mini reviews, at least kind of my thoughts mm-hmm. on the games. Um, so I've beaten a handful of the Metal Slug games, and and those are fun. They are absolutely ridiculous in the best way. Um, just how over the top cartoony. And animated, everything is the sprite work is absolutely fantastic. I highly like if you. I, I'm sorry for you, son, if you haven't played a Metal Slug game, um, but if <laughs> if you haven't, because uh, because this is actually I I didn't play very many arcade games growing up, but there was um, an arcade. I believe it's Metal Slug X um, at a local pizza shop that I would play. And so this is like one of the quintessential arcade games, at least in my, in my brain. Um, anyways, nostalgia it's, it's aside. It's similar to like a, con- a Contra sort of. Yes. Yes. It's a okay. run and gun. Um, it, but again, it, the thing that I think makes this game um, so much more beloved than others is that the, the artwork and the sprite work is is fantastic. Um, and, and early okay. SNK games did this a lot. They, they, um, they really focused on that. The aesthetic is great. On top of that, it, it is so over the top in what it shows. So it's like enemies explode into blood and, but it's not in a way that makes you think it, it, like they're little cartoons. So it's like cartoon mm-hmm. gore. It's this weird juxtaposition. It's not like Mortal Kombat gore. It's right. It's not trying to be yeah. edgy. It's like this is hilarious. Like, look at how over the top this is because they're like little, you know, like pudgy cartoons. Um, on top of that, you are fighting in the first game. You're fighting just like straight up Nazis. So like, it's okay. it's not difficult to. You know, it, it's kind of like um, I, I say this about uh, uh, what's his name, the director. Um, oh, I feel really stupid that that I can't think of it off the top of my head. But um, he back to back, and yeah, this is gonna kill me. Back to back, he made um, Inglorious Bastards, and then he made um, Tarantino. Yes, Tarantino. There you go. Um, what? Uh, wow, I feel so. Dumb I, what right was, now. was hateful, the hateful eight next? No, it was right before the hateful eight. It was with um, 
<laughs> I feel so stupid. Uh, Django Unchained, that's what it's called. Django oh, okay. Unchained. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And both yep. of these movies, they, th- he, how do I say this? The way that they were written, you can't help but root for the good guys. Because in Glorious Bastards, they are literally fighting against Hitler. So no matter what they do, yeah. no matter what the characters do, like you are always going to root for the main characters and take They're down the They're killing Nazis. Guys. Exactly. And then in Django Unchained, like the, the, the bad guys in that movie are all horrible racists. So of course you're going to mm. root for the good guy. Like, no right. ma- like you automatically have buy-in because the bad guys are so terrible and you want to see them dead. Um, so this game does that same thing where it's like, it starts mm. off, you're fighting Nazis. Like, just go at it, kill everyone in sight. You're saving people, um, you know, like prisoners of war left and right. You're saving them. So like, it's just, th- these games are awesome. On top of that, it just kill gets- the Nazis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you feel good about it, man. <laughs> Killing everything on screen. Um, and then from there, in, in the second installment of the game- then it's aliens. Like you f- start off fighting Nazis and then the Nazis get taken over by aliens. And so you fight the aliens and the Nazi aliens. And then in the third game, like you are literally from the beginning, the aliens come and take over the Nazis. So you're fighting Nazi aliens. And then eventually by the end of the game, you've like jumped inside of a rocket ship and you're going into the, the you you go off into space and then you're running gunning inside of a, alien space station and it's just like it is just totally bonkers and awesome so these these games are amazing it they yes nazi aliens yes aliens (laughs) you just oh it's great it feels so great thinking about that (laughs) i'm just thinking about that and it's like "Mm, sounds fun yes oh it totally is it totally is um, and I believe that SNK has put them out. I mean, they're on like every console imaginable now, but I believe you can get yeah. at least the third one on Switch, if I'm not mistaken, because hmm. um, SNK has put out some arcade games on Switch. And so I think you can get the third. So far, the third has been my favorite. Um, it's okay. yeah, but they're all they've all been ridiculous. So that is um, you asked about backlog golf. That has been my biggest thing in golf. Outside of that, I have still been dumping uh, a considerable amount of time into Octopath Traveler. Um, I have currently finished one of the stories. Okay, so I I went through one of the characters, beat their final boss, which, man, um, I'm like, my characters are over leveled, and it was still, it took me a couple tries to actually take down the final boss in that person's story. Which has oh. me nervous for like my main character's route, which is what I'm planning on doing next, just so that I can roll credits and get the point in backlog golf. Um, but I do plan okay. on finishing all the stories in the game, um, and then possibly like I'm even kicking around maybe doing all the side quests. I don't know. I mean, I've already spent a lot of time with this game, but I also really enjoy the time that I've spent with this game. So I, I might do that. We'll see. Um, yeah. The, the, the ending definitely gave me the feels. It gives you a cool little piece of artwork. Um, it's good. It's good, man. I say it every episode, but Octopath, highly recommended. It, it just, it, you're just into that Octopath. I, I totally am. Just, I totally am. 
Um, and, and so you've only put a, a little bit of time into it. Is that right? Yeah, I, I probably about five or six hours at this point. I've, I've recruited okay. four or five characters. Nice. It's sort of just like the, the, the initial sort of like, I just sort of like, I've been, when I, when I do spin it up or boot it up, I don't know why I keep calling it spinning it up. You know, <laughs> when I boot it up and sort of like get at it, um, yeah, I just sort of like go just straight in, you know, so. Uh, yeah. And just go at it and just sort of pound through the the scenarios and yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it so far. It's like I feel, I feel like I'll have a much better grasp on who I'm going to keep in my party once I mm-hmm. recruit everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That I, make- I like it a lot. Awesome. Awesome. I guess, yeah, I guess we can have more conversations as you get farther along in the game. Because <laughs> now I have like all these other, basically what I'll say is because I'm completing everyone's story, I'm kind of trying to to train them up equally. I, I totally get like these characters. I like these characters more than these characters, but it'll open up once you can get multiple jobs, it can open up and almost all your characters yeah. can be pretty useful in their own certain way. Um and and then I would highly recommend like actually leveling up the characters that you don't enjoy because when you go to their stories they're gonna get destroyed and uh, that's not fun. So, uh, hmm. anyways, um, so that's been that's been what I've been playing. I really have not played very much here lately, and I think we'll talk about that more when we get to our main topic because that is gonna be about uh, prioritizing things and gaming has fallen low on my priority list just based on i talked about how we went out of town this weekend uh, my wife and i and and so that means i had to kind of get some schoolwork done beforehand because i usually work on it a lot over the weekend so uh you know there were just a number of things where like i just wasn't able to to play very much the over the past couple weeks um so that in terms of gaming that's that's where i've been um reading let's see so so just for fun i you know it's the end of the month i was looking around at stuff that i could um some audiobooks that i could borrow from the library because you can only borrow a certain amount every month and um i decided to just to just get to get into something fun some fiction um because i you know instead of something heavy and i stumbled on i i used to love um ray bradbury growing up he was one of my favorite authors um, and, and there's a number of his books that I just haven't read. And so I got the Martian Chronicles, which is a, um, a collection of short stories, basically that okay. he's written. They all kind of, they all tell one story. Like they all have an overarching story, but they, each of the short stories, most of the short stories are told from different people's perspectives. And so you see kind of like, you know, people going to Mars and then the reactions of the Martians and then the colonization of Mars and then what's happening back on Earth and things like that over time. But they're told through these vignettes of different people. Um, and it allows it it allows him the ability to tell a lot of different human stories um, that that just touch on different issues, whether it's um, issues with um uh, uh, loneliness or issues like there's even a story about racism. There's uh, stories about 
um, paranoia and the fear of the unknown and, and lots of different things, which I've found really interesting. So I've really enjoyed that so far. Um, the Martian Chronicles just hmm. Ray Bradbury wrote in, I mean, I think the, I think that the book was finished in like the late seventies, but he had published these short stories throughout, probably throughout the sixties and seventies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there is a certain, okay. So I'll, I'll put it this way. It has kind of a twilight zone kind of feel to it. And I guess twilight zone does this, this similar thing where like nowadays we have things like black mirror and don't get me wrong. I enjoy black mirror. I haven't watched it in quite a long time. Um, but the way that that presents a lot of the stories is um, basically at least what I got from it, from what I watched is they're all kind of centered on the depravity of man and like the ways that man is messed up. And while um, a lot of these stories do kind of touch on that a bit, um, they are much more hopeful and they're much more, um, they're not quite as nihilistic. I'll put it that way. Um, okay. I think it was just a different time when he was writing where, um, and I don't mean to get all like philosophical or whatever, but in a post 9-11 world, people are a lot more, I guess, paranoid of each other and a lot less trusting. And just the digital age that we live in, um, social relationships are just different. Whereas back when he was writing, you did have kind of just this assumption that the, the people next door were your neighbors and they looked out for you and things like that, where nowadays that's not so much the assumption, at least a lot, not in a lot of the media. So um, anyways, all that to say is that I've really enjoyed these stories and kind of the things that um, that he's touched on with these stories. It is not as it's science fiction, but it's not as like dark and dour as some of the science fiction of today is. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, Bradbury was. I, I mean, even in like, I mean, Fahrenheit 451 was a little grim, but I remember. Yeah. Just like within the last year or whatever, I listened to something wicked this way comes. Yeah. Um, and even the way that that ends is much more like hopeful and optimistic yes. and sort of like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, he he had like a, a a bit of a like a dreamer or a romantic sort of streak in him. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and and I would I do actually think that Fahrenheit four five one the way that it ends is more of a hopeful tone. Like yes, it's it's yes, it touches on some heavy subjects. So most of the book is kind of like it's pretty heavy. But I think I think the way that it ends is you kind of get a sense of like okay, we can rebuild. Like we can start. Yeah, this yeah, over, yeah. You know, so yeah, I um, hadn't. Yeah, it's been a while since I read that one. So mm-hmm. yeah, the, the ending is like I remember reading it because I read that that was one of my favorites when I was a kid, and and like the stuff that you remember is like running for your life, and you know. Um, coming yeah, to this the, realization that everything you believed was a lie and stuff like that. It, it, so the ending isn't as impactful. <laughs> yeah. But it's like basically the city or whatever gets bombed out and they're like, they're kind of like the, the colony of like the people who had like the chunks of books or whatever. And I don't know colony yeah. or, but that small group, they're like, they're like, okay, now we're going to go back to the city and we're going to like start over rebuild sort of thing. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Yeah, the, the people who had memorized yeah. the books. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. I li- I like Bradbury. It's just been it's yeah, been quite a Bradbury while. So good. I'm I'm glad that I've been able to 
to get back into some of his stuff. So that's what I've gotten Very into cool. in terms of reading. Um, I'm still way behind on the institutes. I'm doing a little bit, but um, talking about priorities here, my my schoolwork reading um, mm-hmm. every week takes precedence over it. And so I'm probably mm-hmm. going to stay. Um, I, I, I may not be able to finish hashtag institutes 2019. It may be hashtag institutes 2019, 2020. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's, yeah. I am still yeah. reading it. when I'm able to, I am still reading it and that I'm, I'm enjoying it um, for sure. There's, you know, he, he touches on, or I say touches on, he, he kind of talks about some of the basics of the faith, but when he really kind of drills into it, it, it gets you thinking for sure. And then sometimes he brings up stuff like, so he's, he's been uh, talking about like the, the essence of God. <laughs> and so like, um, I, that sounds weird, but I just mean like the Trinity in general. And mm-hmm. so then he, then there's like sections where he talks about, uh, current heresies that are going around and basically addresses like specific people and what they teach. And it's like, Oh, okay. Mm. I, I can see like the seeds of that in some places, but uh, not that specific person. Like, you know, he calls out specific people, which is kind of funny to me, yeah. but, um, but well, no, especially I, in the culture, it. in the, the kind of culture we live in today where it's like, if you push too hard against like, well, you know, just look at even that, that stuff that went down with Francis Chan. He took mm-hmm. a picture with uh, was it Benny Hinn and some other knucklehead? Yeah, Todd uh, White. Todd White. Yep. And you know, I, I mean, like, listen, Chan's book "Crazy Love" I think is a very good book, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of like it's very hard to sort of sit there and be like, no, he's still like a guy that we can sort of like go to and tr- like he used to be one of those guys I would recommend to to people, yeah. and now it's like because of that, I'm like, ah, bro, and like, and then people are like, how dare you question him, and how dare you question them, and I'm like, well, it, it's not me, it's these things are blatantly contra biblical. These are like I I don't know, like I I can't, I'm not as familiar with with Todd White as I am with Benny Hinn. Mm-hmm. But it's like yeah. Benny Hinn teaches that there are like seven people in the Godhead. Yeah. Like he's nine he's got actually. some Yeah. There's yeah, a Trinity yeah. for each person of the Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's just like bonkers weird nonsense. And then it just yeah. And it's like man, like you can't you can't like like listen i tend to be probably i think you know just sort of not to to hijack this but i tend to be pretty forgiving on a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of people who i think probably their doctrine isn't like super tight and i'm willing to sort of like okay like we can be friends that's my brother in christ extend yeah. them the benefit of the doubt like benny hinn is not one of those people just like joel right. osteen wouldn't be one of those people just like this Todd White dude, not one of those people. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, like, oh, well, he just really loves people. No, he doesn't. Because if he did, he would stop preaching a false gospel. He would tell these people the truth about their sin, about what they need to do to to, to make themselves right with God. You know, he would present the actual gospel mm-hmm. instead of selling them this freaking product. And that's that's the problem, that these things are products. They aren't, anyways... 
Yeah. yeah again. No, I'm just totally. going to like <laughs> put a pin in it and we'll just boop. Keep yeah. keep moving. Um I, anyway, I, so I agree. I agree. <laughs> Definitely. I, I mean it, I think it just, it goes to show not to spend too much time on it. Um I think there's a way in which like I I will not condemn someone for sharing the stage with a false teacher. Um mm-hmm. if they're if they are there to uh um to share the truth. Um, mm-hmm. But I think when you endorse false teachers, that's, that's when you, you know, if, if you, if you're doing something to make it seem like it, it is okay that they are teaching false things, that's where I kind of draw the line. And so, especially in, in the case, in the recent case um, with Chan, I think what's most troubling to me is just that, um, that he is not discerning in who mm-hmm. he is aligning himself with um you know whether whether he's saying like oh i i don't know about things um i I think yeah especially with someone like benny hinn it's dude's been around for decades like he's been around longer than i've been alive yeah you Uh, can't say and it's like you can't say i didn't know about these things because they're common knowledge yeah yeah it's like it's i think of like when um you know and this is these are a couple of guys and it's kind of like but uh there was that series the elephant room mm-hmm. and uh they did i think two series of that and the one uh driscoll and mcdonald and stephen furtick invited td jakes onto the second one i think and mm-hmm. driscoll and james mcdonald two dudes who have basically disqualified themselves from the pastorate since then but like they had an opportunity to sort of like grill TD Jakes and taking a task on his modalism and they backed down hard. Mm. Um, they, they didn't, they, I mean, they didn't make a defense. Like I'm, it's been a long time since I watched that, but yeah. I remember sort of looking at that and going like, wow. Like, and, and it's like, can we be honest? TD Jakes is not a brother. Like yeah. he denies a fundamentally orthodox doctrine right like this is not like the 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 trinity and the the triune godhead is not up for debate it is very clearly declared it it, i can't remember which council council it is but it has been this heresy is a heresy and it has been declared a heresy by a council like and it's Mm -hmm. it's not just like oh we don't like this thing it's like no Oneness Pentecostals and modalists are heretics. That doesn't mean that like, I, I, you know, I think that there might be people within those organizations who are believers. Yeah. But it's, it's the same way I would say there are people within the Catholic church who are believers. It's not because these people are being presented with the actual gospel, but it's rather that God is gracious. And, um, anyways. Yep. Anyways, totally agree. I could, yeah, <laughs> totally I could, agree. I could, I could go down that rabbit hole <laughs> far too easily. But yeah. um, and here dude, we just are. to sort of echo the 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 stuff with the uh, the institutes. It's just looking at everything that I'm going to need to be reading for the diaconate training, and then keeping up yeah. with my own personal reading and everything else. I'm like this. I'm going to try to work them in, but it's mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to be like super consistent with that yeah. this year. And so it's probably going to be whatever I have left is going to get rolled into next year. So 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Wesley, if you're listening to this, we love you. I, I love your ambition. I I think that, frankly, you know, more props to you for like cranking this thing out and knocking it out this year. I will have to just sort of say, oh, I'll, I will catch up with you next year. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, you know, there's, there's just, it, again, prioritizing. But, right. So, yeah, I, I will of... say too. Uh, well, sorry, just to just no, to, no, no, uh, no, no. Go ahead, sneak in. But but Wesley, if it helps, um, I would not be reading it now if it wasn't for yes. starting the uh, starting the hashtag Institutes twenty nineteen. And um, so I owe a debt of gratitude to you for even like same here, same even here. you know like putting it in my mind like hey, I should probably do that as someone who considers mm-hmm. himself a Calvinist. I should probably you know read Calvin's yes pinnacle of 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 what he put out um Absolutely. and and um the, you know we've talked about it before. I'm just amazed at how contemporary it, the, what he talks about is how plainly he kind of sets out a lot um it's not it's not as like in the weeds as a lot of like puritan works that i've read um mm-hmm. it is it is easier to read and easier to understand than i thought and and man so so I, my i i'm loving what i am reading is what i'm trying to say and yes. i wouldn't be reading it if it wasn't for starting this. so thank you Thank you. Even if I'm not, yes, not going to hit my goals, uh, probably not by the end of the year. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe over the hats summer. off to Wesley. He's yes. a stand up dude. Yes. Uh, quick sort of aside dad. shout out. Yes. Yes. Have you been listening to it? I have, and actually, I was kicking myself that we didn't recommend it on the last episode. I, I felt bad because well, he had just. We're going to recommend it. this snot out of it on this one. Yes. I I love I love it. It's like that's not even like a world that I exist in, but I just love right. hearing him talk about it. So I um, I agree. I agree. So yeah, for those of y'all who are not in the know, uh Wesley, great friend of the show, started up his own podcast. It's a it's a nice short form nugget of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um it's called Henshin Dad and it is a Tokusatsu podcast. So all those, uh, I, I would say, old Japanese shows. I guess they're not so old because they're still coming out with them. No, you yeah, learn yeah, something yeah. new every day. Um, but shows like Super Sentai, which is what Power Rangers is based on. And he does talk about Power Rangers as well. Um, mm-hmm. Ultraman and uh, what are the some Common Riders? Common Rider, yeah. yeah. I've never yeah. watched it, but I've it heard it comes highly recommended. So I agree. These aren't even necessarily shows that I have gotten into, but he makes me want to watch them. I will put it that way. Yes. Um, well, so we watched yeah. Power Rangers RPM yes. because of him. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And so. that, uh, yeah. So, so something like I've heard Common Rider is basically Power Rangers for adults. And don't take that the wrong way. Just like a more, um, a, a, uh, older audience is what I'm trying to say. Mm. And so I'm like, Oh, that sounds really interesting. But again, I haven't, I haven't actually watched any of it, but, um, I'm sure, I'm sure Wesley will recommend, uh, now that, now that I'm mentioning something, you know, a season or something like that. Um, but yes, so I, I would recommend, especially because it really doesn't take much of your time. Um, and it's, it's like, just like 10, 15 minutes a pop. Yeah. 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 Easy. Um, and, and, and just, just something that he is so passionate about is so cool to just listen to him talk about it. So yeah, totally listening like, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like you said, listening to him talk about it makes me go, Hmm, 
maybe I want to watch this thing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And I'll watch it with my kids so I can be a henshin dad. No, a toku dad. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. And I'll just West I'll watch it by dad. myself because I'm lame like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. No, that, no, it's not lame. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, do you have anything else to sort of add onto your piles um, here? Like, just to my eternal shame, I have not memorized the entire first chapter of James. It's already April. Then um, I said I was going to get it done by the end of March. I have been working on it, um, and so I've I've got mm-hmm. it in chunks, but it's not all put together. I I can't I can't recite it from beginning to end. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not where I want to be, but it but making that commitment helped th- to to actually work at it more. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. hopefully by the next episode, I'll have it all down. Yeah, I as far as my memorization goes, I'm I'm still going to use the uh the app, but I think I'm also Versus. just going to like yeah. Uh but I think I'm just also going to pull out my notebook and start doing it that way too. Um I just m- maybe f- at home and then take the app with me and just sort of like on my lunch break or whatever, take like 5-10 minutes. I don't know. Yeah. I need to figure out something. Uh, uh it's just you know the the reality is it's it's hard. And it's hard work, and you have to work at it, and that's yes. the part that I'm not good at, that sort of sticking to. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yep, but, I'm in the same boat, my dude. I'm definitely going to make it more of a priority. Hey, oh! and that is a good segue. Talking ding, about ding, ding. our uh, our main topic here, so we can go ahead and roll right in um, to it's priorities. only the best radio. Priorities, P R I O R I T S. Find out what and, it means to Nate. Yeah, and 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 Josh. <laughs> so, and and we haven't talked a ton about this, which is and to my shame. Like every time I come up with a topic or we sort of like agree on a topic, I'm always like, I'm going to give him like a little more heads up and just like some of the questions I'm thinking through and and things, and then I never do. And, um, yeah, I, I don't feel like that's, that's worked out poorly. I think like we, we've done okay, but it's just, it's just one of those areas where I'm like, man, like I I could probably be like a much nicer guy and, and give him like, sort of like a little bit more of a look at what's going on in my head. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, but. But I, I tend to talk. You put a microphone in front of me and I tend to talk. Brevity. <laughs> I'm good at being bad at brevity. So I, I think it works. Yes, out, sir. Hopefully. Yes, sir. It, I mean, yeah. No, we we are definitely good at being bad at brevity. But, uh, you know, I, th- I guess the reason I wanted to talk about this one um, was mostly uh while this backlog golf has been really good in a lot of ways um Mm -hmm. you know the the idea of playing the games that i already own and not buying anything like i'm I'm really a fan of some of that and it's been hard dude sekiro just came out like and i'm really hoping i get it for my birthday i want a steel book if anybody wants to buy that for me let my wife know you know i'm just saying (laughs) just saying (laughs) You know, um, but you know, uh, like, and I, and, and people, people in, in the different groups are playing it and I'm like, man, I, 
oh, it's really hard. But, you know, I've been able to sort of um, can keep myself content with other stuff. And uh, But on the other side of that, one of the things I noticed actually sort of post uh, towards the end of my experience with Chrono Trigger and post post all of that is that I went super hard on that game for like a week and a half, two weeks. And I had sort of gone super hard on Pyre before that. And then, and you know, so there's this constant sort of like chain and, and cycle where I was like picking up games and I was going super hard on them. And I was actually neglecting some of my other priorities, like when we were talking about reading and everything else. And, and so just in, in, and I, I mentioned it earlier, um, one of the things I'm, I'm trying to sort of implement is like if I haven't done a quiet time, if I haven't done some of my reading and some of the memorization work, we're going to like cut this out. Like the, the, the gaming needs to be firmly put sort of in its place as this is after everything else is done, after I've sort of ticked off all the other boxes, if I have free time, I can do this then. But this also needs to, and it was like, there was even a bit of a gut check today where um, Megan was out running some errands and I was in the middle of a couple things. Now I was reading when she called me the one time and I, I kind of like, I, I, yeah, I'm going to say I was a bit of a butt. Like, you know, she wanted to talk on the phone and here's the other thing. I just don't like talking on the phone all that much. Yeah. I mean, um, I'll do it when I'm at work. Um, ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe we should. <laughs> but like, you know, if somebody calls me at work and wants to talk for a little bit, like, you know, I'll, I'll talk and, and sort of as I'm carrying mail and like sort of like passing the time. But, you know, when I'm home and I'm sort of in, in a book or I'm watching a show or I'm playing a game, like the last thing I want to do is stop what I'm doing there and pick up the phone and have a conversation. And really that should be, it's sh that should be the other way around. Like I, I should have, you know, I, I mean it, how, how hard is it to pause a game? It's not like this is bloodborne or Neo or something like that. This is, you know, it's, I am Setsuna, which is a turn-based RPG. Um, yeah, it's got a really good, Oh, you know, quick, quick aside it's got a really good implementation of the active time battle in it too so okay uh, system yeah um but and then just got me to thinking about how like i need to re-examine some of how this daily life what my priorities need to be and so like i said on the surface there was that very much like okay like i need to make sure that i'm doing a quiet time i need to make sure that I'm hitting family worship a few times a week. I need to make sure that I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And if I'm not doing these other things, then that time that I've been sort of carving out for video games, that needs to get fed to these other areas or like yeah. forfeited over to these other, you know, and, um, you know, not to neglect sleep or anything like that and stay up late and do all this stuff. It's like, you know, there's a lot of time and, and even like how I, you know, it was in one of the episodes that so talked to me, uh, Samantha said that she started using like the, the Facebook timer thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. I actually, I have like the, the app on my phone or whatever that says, Hey, you've been on your phone for, you know, three hours today. Stop, 
stop being on your phone. <laughs> like, and stop it. Um, yeah, it's just like how much of my time sort of gets shot out the window, and so I just I wanted to do like sort of look at our days and say like this is how like a day in the life sort of works for me and then for you and hopefully this can be maybe a template to encourage other people to maybe examine their time and how they're using their time uh yeah so if you want to go first you can go first if you want me to go first i'll go first you know but just sort of like you know uh, get you know maybe i should go first since i is my topic or oh either way either way i've i've got but, some stuff well then then how about you you know you you go first and yeah i'll i'll bounce off you okay so. okay cool so i i have um just kind of a, a number of things written down here in terms of priorities um cuz i do try and and i think I, I think we had talked about this kind of at the turn of the year or something like that i do try and do a little bit of um, you know, at the beginning of the year, kind of like reflection, look at the next year, kind of set some goals in different areas and, and see what I can, what I want to accomplish over the next year and, and, and think through some of my priorities, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah. And this year was, uh, I added something in a little bit differently. Um, I, uh, I'll try not to make this a long story. Sorry if it happens because I, no. that's what happens because I'm me. Um, I turned 30 back in December and turning 30 came with it a, a, some, uh, I had to swallow some hard truth pills about myself and, and my life. And, I, you know, I've, I've been kind of on this trajectory of, of being more self-reflective and things like that uh, for a while. I mean, I'd say a couple years. So it wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but there were a couple things that I had to just kind of like say that I'm not a kid. I need to, I need to like, I need to just kind of grow up in a couple areas. Um, one of these areas for me was my own like health and fitness. And I know that sounds really stupid. I know there are lots of people who like, I'm sure that's just kind of a normal part of being an adult in, in life in general. But it's just something that I had neglected for a while um, that was kind of like just on the back burner. Like if I find time, um, you know, I can eat better or if I if I find time, I can, you know, work out a little bit or something like that. But I really wanted to make um, a commitment, f not even necessarily just for myself, but one, I'm, I'm certainly not getting any younger. Um but also I, I am a husband and I'm a father and I don't want something like, I, I don't want health issues preventing me from being a good husband and father, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I want yeah. to be able to like, basically I want to be able to stick around. And if it's just something stupid, like I want to have fries with everything that is going to, to, you know, cause me to get sick more or God forbid die sooner. Like that's stupid. That that's me being a child. And that's me saying, well, no, I want to eat what I want to eat when that's not how we were created. Like you have to accept the fact that, I mean, I had to accept the fact like I'm not getting any younger and my body is, you know, my metabolism is slowing down and I need to, you know, work at it a little bit more. Okay. Anyways, getting off my soapbox. 
Um, so fitness has actually <laughs> been kind of a priority for me um, here lately. And a good friend of mine um, recommended a, a program called Strong Lifts. Five by five. Oh yeah, that <laughs> I, I yeah. know that program. <laughs> I think he recommended it on his podcast too. Um, oh man, so <laughs> I might know a thing or two. Maybe maybe, maybe just the one thing. Smart guy. Um, yeah, that might be pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> but so you've yeah, been doing so strong lifts. I have. Yeah, I'm on like the fifth or sixth week, something like that. I haven't really okay. been keeping track. Um, but yeah, I was, I was able to get, a, a bar and weights and stuff. Um, we were able to get one just from here around, uh, on, it was on, it was through next door, if you know what the next door app is. Um, but, but basically here locally, we were able to get a really sweet deal on it. And so I decided to, okay. to start, start the program, uh, to start lifting and it, like back before I even had the weights. Cause like I said, it's only been like, you know, five weeks, six weeks, something like that. Um, we have an elliptical that my wife had, had found at Goodwill, um, that we got for really cheap, like amazingly cheap. Um, so, uh, so it started off with me just kind of like counting calories, which, uh, sucks. But again, like grow up, (laughs) like, don't be a child. Um, you don't always like, this is what I had to tell my, and again, this sounds so stupid just saying it out loud, but this was kind of my realization is that I don't have to enjoy myself at every meal. That's not what food is about. Food is about sustenance. It's not about eating what I want whenever I want. Like, dude, that's, I I need to, I need to hear that. Cause like, (laughs) I will, I will quickly turn into like just a a dumpster. Like I would just pour like bags of Doritos down my gullet. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this thing's, yeah. Like, like French fries and honestly snacking is the big thing for me. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's the eating in between meals. Um, and when I started counting calories, that's when I started noticing like, Oh, that stuff piles up that this sucks. Um, but you have to, you have to want it. So anyways, I'm not here to give a ton of fitness tips except to say that that was, um, that's something that has been a priority for me here especially in the, since the new year. Um, so gosh, sorry, it's taken so long. We're talking about priorities. Fitness is one. Um, there, there are a bunch of big ones. Okay. There's my family, like I mentioned. Um, and, and they all kind of intertwine, right? You know, I, I talk about fitness because I had to, for me, I had to be responsible for other people to come to that realization. If I was a bachelor, it wouldn't be, I, I don't know, maybe I would be into fitness just so that I could get a girl. <laughs> like, it That's, wouldn't, that does, that is a motivator. Exactly. Like <laughs> I, it would take, it would take some, some outside motivation. Like, I don't think I would do it just for me, if that makes any yeah. sense. I would continue yeah. um, not like putting that on the back burner if it wasn't for other motivation. So all of these are kind of intertwined, but I'm going to put them in their own little cages um, for just for the sake of thinking through them. So certainly family. And I think through like, um, one, one of the ways, one of the big ways, um, for me is this means that when I'm at home, I'm at home mm-hmm. and I'm bad at this. Like you can talk to my wife. Um, I, I do pull out my phone a lot. Um, and it, it's, it's become a habit, a bad habit. Um, Part of it, I, I would say is because of the nature of the job that I have, I'm 
technically sort of always on call, technically. Um, not not that it ever really happens that I'm called in randomly, but that like if there are issues, I will be notified of them. And then I feel kind of like obligated to, you know, call and, and see if I can troubleshoot and stuff like that. Um, so there's definitely that in there, but, but then there's also just me, you know, wasting time on my phone. Like when, mm. because I work, you know, normally, it, it normally, normal eight hour days, like most humans, um, I'm just not able to, to hang around my kids all day long, except on my days off. And so when I do have those few hours after work, um, before they go down for bed, like I want to, I want to, you know, get out on my hands and knees and play with them and like actually hang out with them, not just scroll around on Facebook, even though that's, you know, it feels good in the moment. It's like junk food when I have like these young humans that God has entrusted me with <laughs> that I want to be able to, to pour into. So family's definitely a, a big priority for me. Um, I try how this how this um, works with video games is that I generally try not to play one player games around my family, um, just because I do. I agree. I do kind of get on that one track mind of like even if it's a game that I can pause, I'm not paying attention to the world around me and the people around me as much when I'm playing. It, it's just kind mm-hmm. of. A, that's just how my brain works. Um, so un- unfortunately, um, I try not to. I, if I am, I want to include someone in my family in it as well, whether, I mean, obviously if the kids are are awake, it's not going to be my wife. She's not, you know, we're not going to play video games while the kids are doing whatever. <laughs> it's just at the age that they are, two and three, uh, that's just not feasible. <laughs> yeah. Um, they need to well, be there was watched. that there was that video that Samantha sent me of mm-hmm. you playing less dance with the kids or whatever. It was super cute. <laughs> I mean, the, the kids are the kids are shaking and doing their thing. Yes, and then yes. So you, that, you were that's doing an something <laughs> right, right, of inviting that like if it's something that we can all kind of do together. And that was actually, um, what was that? That was the, the Taiko drum hero game, uh, Taiko no Tatsujin. Um, and so like, oh, wow. I will ask my kids if they want to play the drum game, they know it as the drum game and then we'll play that together. And they'll, you know, like I'll have the joy cons and I'll kind of give them like another controller or something or, or we do have a drum controller for the PlayStation two version and we'll pull that out. And they'll kind of pretend that they're playing along and I'll be the one actually playing. But okay. they'll, yeah, they'll get up and dance to the music or something like that. So, so, so that in that case, I would still consider that family time because I'm hanging out with my kids. I'm not, you know, ignoring them or putting them on the back burner in order to, to plow through a, a game. Um, so, and that's, I mean, I, I think... It's it's a big deal to me. Now, there are times when, like, on my days off, when I am home all day, yeah, if my kids are, are hanging out with my wife or something like that, I'll pull out the Switch and I'll start playing, um, you know, Octopath or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a hard and fast rule, but especially, like, kind of during the week, during the work week, if I haven't seen my kids all day, I'm, I'm generally not going to pull out a video game unless unless we do it together in some form or fashion, unless they're actually interested in the video game as well. 
um, but I won't go off by myself and play. Um, okay, so so some of the other priorities. We, I mean, I talk about it all the time, but school. School is, um, yeah, it takes yeah, up yeah. a good chunk of time for me. Um, and I have gotten into the, ha- so this is one of the things where as I'm looking through the priorities that I do have, um, this was kind of an area of conviction is that I'm actually a lot more regimented with my school schedule than I am with almost anything else on this list. Um, and that's, I don't know, I don't know what it is if, but it's just the way that I'm wired that I want to make sure that I do a good job with my schoolwork. I don't, I don't know why. Uh, probably because I'm paying yeah. money to go to school. <laughs> That's part of it. That, that probably doesn't hurt. <laughs> uh, so there's, yeah, there's definitely some motivation there. Um, but generally I try at the beginning of the week, which I, I put as Sunday, to map out what I need to get done. So to take a look at the next week's worth of school that I need to do, like what readings I need to have done, what, you know, if I have um, papers that I need to write or or other kinds of homework that I have, and I'll schedule out for the next week what I want to get each day done. And so then I'll have at least a barometer of where I am when Wednesday rolls around and how much work that I've done up to that, like how much schoolwork I've done up to that point. So that'll tell me whether if I, when, you know, when the kids are in bed and I kind of have a free couple hours or whatever, whether I have to spend that in school or whether I can spend that with something else. Um, And as I'm kind of thinking through these priorities, uh, this is where I say that I'm kind of convicted, like, it would actually probably serve me pretty well if I implement that in other areas of my life. At the beginning of the week, I kind of start thinking through my goals in all of my areas of priority. Like even family, I kind of just, um, mean, like I've mentioned, it's kind of more just like time that we get to spend together. I don't necessarily set goals for our family. And that's something that maybe as the head of the household, I should start doing. Um, mm. th- so there, th- there's some things that I need to think through more. Um, and hopefully this helps you guys out there listening as well. Um, think through just some of the priorities that you have in, in your life as well. But, um, uh, th- th- that's right. That actually reminds me of something I had mentioned to you that I didn't say, I said I was going to say it at the start of the conversation, but I didn't say it is that, um, I hope everyone understands that th- like what we're sharing is kind of what we're doing. I, I don't have this down perfectly. <laughs> like oh, there's yeah. lots of areas yeah. where um, I need work on. Also, um, I'm probably going to sound a lot better on the podcast than I am in real life. <laughs> like just because yeah, I set right these on. goals or just because in general, these are my priorities doesn't mean I always, it always works out that mm. way in practice. <laughs> mm. There are moments no, of weakness no. where I feel like not doing anything at all and you know, trash all my plans so that I can veg. Uh, no, and, for and sure. It, that happens far more often than I would care to admit. Um, so I, I well, hope none of us come off as like having this figured out. Like that's not why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. I mean, like just to even sort of clarify, like, y- you know, for anybody who heard me talking about like, Oh, like doing the whole, um, the the whole sort of just the 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 little setup that I have where it's like if I haven't done my reading if I haven't 
done my quiet time, if I haven't done these other things, like we don't do anything else. I didn't hold to that perfectly. Like I, I would mm-hmm. say, like I, I tried to implement, I, I started trying to implement that last week and I think I did it three days out of the seven. Mm-hmm. And then like even today, I wasn't super on top of it. Like I was like, eh, you know, I, I I got around to some of that stuff, but it was like I, you know, turned on the PlayStation, you know, pretty early on and started dinking around on that. So it's like, yeah, like, listen, don't, the the whole, I, I can't remember, I wish I remember this quote, but it's, it's a, a lot of times we get, oh man, there's a really good quote, and if I could remember it, I'd just give it to you guys, because it's way better than what I'm about to say, but a lot of times we get super discouraged because we're not perfect and we're not nailing this thing, but the the thing is, you know, when it comes down to it, you don't have to be perfect here. You just have to keep trying. You have to keep getting yeah. back up. You have to keep kind of cranking at this thing. And and so, I mean, that's, that's you know, a, a lot of what we're talking about is sanctification. You know, we're talking about yeah. like that slow sort of uh, progress. And I mean, uh, John Calvin, uh, you, you know, we, we mentioned the Institute's. Um, I can't remember. It's one of the chapters. They actually, it, they call it the golden book. Um, <laughs> the little golden yeah. book. You know, he talks about sanctification in that. And he just, he, he says something. And it, it's this sort of quote that has radically sort of changed the way that I feel about my own progress. And I'm not saying that like, you know, like he he basically says that our sanctification is a stumbling sort of backsliding. It's a miserable little thing. He's like, but it and 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 I'm I'm wildly paraphrasing this, but he basically says like you know he, like sanctification on this side of life is marked more often by failure than it is um, success, quote unquote. Mm. But the fact yeah. is like you get up and you keep going. You know, I think a lot of times when we read guys like Paul, you know, I think a lot of times when we read, um, this when we read the letters where Paul's like, you know, and and r- keep running the race, like we're reading into this a sort of an ease there, a comfort, like mm-hmm. you know that these people didn't have problems. It's like yo, let's let's like this like. These are some of the same people that he wrote a letter to saying like, there's a dude in your church who's having sex with his mother-in-law or his stepmom or whatever that situation was. Stop it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and like that was, you know, and, and then in the second letter to the Corinthians, he's like, he talks about that dude and how that dude was led into repentance. I think, you know, if I'm, if I'm wrong there, but it's like, so it's like, this is this is what I'm getting like what we're getting at is that this is a process and so that these are there's you know Josh you brought it up how at the beginning of the year you do some like self evaluation and it's like man we I think just you know speaking on my behalf like and even some of the things that you're sharing like watching your diet and and some of this other stuff it's like man like I've really 
let go of some of those things that I need to just be way more on top of. And I, I justify it by like, oh, I walk 10 miles a day. I walk 15 miles a day. Mm-hmm. That doesn't change the fact that like, you know, I'm consuming like 4,000 calories in sugar. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but, but still it's like, you know, and it's like, you know what I've, and, and just to sort of like one of the things that I found is that when I structure, when I, start physically structuring and you know i think you were starting to sort of get there even when you're saying like hey i regiment my time with schoolwork but it's like when i structure my day and when i really carve things up a little bit and i'm a little more intentional about that everything else sort of seems to fall in place um a little bit easier uh, when i make certain the right things the best things priorities like and I structure, I sort of like carve things out there and, and and to to regiment my day a little bit more, like that makes everything run a little bit smoother. It's easier to sort yeah. of, it's easier to get up in the morning and go work out when you make yourself go to bed at a certain time every night. It's easier to and when when yeah. you start getting up and working out, you start feeling better and it's like, you know, you get up a little earlier and you say, hey, like. You know, I'm going to work out and then I'm going to carve out 10 minutes and do a quiet time. And you know, you know what I'm saying? And there's like these things and you just, and you can, once you get that, that ball rolling to sort of, um, in these smaller areas, like once you sort of get that, like it is much easier to implement bigger changes. So like to, to borrow from Dave Ramsey's like line of thought with like pay off a bunch of your smaller loans, like tackle a bunch of smaller tasks, get those things sort of lined up. And then move on to bigger stuff. Um, yeah, to- totally. And I think, um, so here's another quote, just throw- since we're throwing out quotes here. Um, this one's by Socrates. And I think he, he overemphasized the point, but I think you can get, it, get the core of it. But he said, the unexamined life is not worth living. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one that's, that's kind of resonated with me because I can so easily go through life. Um, I, I think I've said it on the podcast before, but like, I have a lot of like hobbies and interests and I am not one to get bored easily. I can always find something to do uh, with my time. And the, the, the problem with that is that often I will like when I have time or when something is difficult or, or uh, when, you know, I need to kill some time. um, I I will switch to something else um, without completing tasks uh, and and Mm. things like that. And I don't recognize that I do something like that. Like I don't have that follow that natural kind of follow through some of the time. And um, so anyways, uh, the, the, the core, like I think the heart behind that quote is just that um, if you don't like so often I can, I can go through life without thinking. And I know at least in my life when I do actually notice what I'm doing, you know, you mentioned that you have this app on your phone that tells you like how often you use your phone. That is really awesome. Cause I think most people, myself included, don't realize how much time we just waste um, looking at our phones and, and doing other things. And, and then as soon as you notice that and you say like, I'm going to cut my phone usage well, then you find something else, you know, whether it's, I don't know, Netflix or whatever, something something else that you do that you just mm-hmm. kind of spend the time on that you don't even think about yeah. um, that, that 
tends to kind of take up your time. So, so anyways, what I'm saying is that I think it really is helpful um, for us, especially as Christians who ought to be um, using our time wisely. Um, we ought to recognize what it is that we're actually spending our time on because we have so many blessings. We have so many things um, that we are able to do with our time. Um, so many different ways to of of recreation that are available to us, of entertainment that are available to us. Um, that doesn't mean that we should always seek those things out. It doesn't mean that we should always indulge. I'm not saying never indulge. Clearly, this is a podcast about video games. Um, yeah, but yeah. but I think we need to. Uh, we ought to as uh, as Christians and as just functioning adults um we ought to be able to look at our lives and and take responsibility for the time that we have you know if you look back on your week and again this is why it's convicting to me is because oh man i i should probably start setting goals and, and start looking a little bit more closely at my week if i can look back at my week and and not even recognize like what i've done with my time um that probably says something about you know, my intentionality and, and what I'm actually attempting to, what my purpose and my goal in, mm. in my life is in general, if that makes sense. So no. not, not to bring too much conviction, but, um, but at the same time, I think we, I think it's always good to, to get a little kick in the pants sometimes. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like, you know, listening to you talk about some of this stuff. I'm like, Oh, a little bit of a gut check for me so and i think <laughs> well, but like that's that's good though too yeah yeah so yeah no I, you, you I were gonna say something good. i was just gonna say i don't walk 10 miles a day <laughs> 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 i i i definitely don't um well if i lost about 20 pounds it make those 10 to 15 miles a little easier to walk that's yeah. all i'm saying it's <laughs> like true. so it's that's like I, i'm like i gotta like i gotta get i gotta get there but you know, I think too. You know, I th- I think you know. For me, when I come home, it's very different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't have we don't have children. Um, now we do have dogs and and a mm-hmm. cat, and but uh, yeah. and my wife uh, wants you know when when I come home, she wants to 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 talk and 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 hang out mm-hmm. and you know we spent we spent a lot of time together yesterday and uh you know but i think like how many times do we sort of you know you brought up the fact that like we we sort of just we hop from one entertainment to the next and just you know we just sort of cycle through that stuff and i just think about like you know how many times i don't want to say yeah you know, it just it was a bit of a gut check I guess just sort of like, you know, like I said, even today about the phone call, like, you know, I'm in the middle of a book or something, I'm doing some reading and it's like, she's calling me and wants to talk to me a little bit. And I'm like brushing her off. Not, not because I'm, I'm legitimately busy, but because I don't want to interrupt myself. And it's like, Mm -hmm. man, like even there, it was like, for me, it's like, you know, just as far as like the, the general sort of flow of my life, you know, as far as relationships go, it, the 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 order of relationships are like the relationship that I have with the Lord. Then it's like then my wife, and then it's like fan, fr- yeah, friends and family, and and the church and and sort of everybody mm-hmm. falls like well 
maybe like church and then everybody else, you, you know, but yeah, yeah, like yeah, family, you know what I'm saying. But, and it's like, man, that's like, and, and just how often I fail at, at doing that well. And, uh, yeah, you know, and it's like, man, I really do, you know, it's like one of those things like, I don't know about you and Samantha, but like one of the things is like Megan and I, we we tried to schedule a date night and and we just don't mm-hmm. we're not and it's like the the thing is like we don't schedule them anymore and we need to just say nope like every you know Friday night you know for dinner we're gonna go do something or you know we're going to do something you know we need to just or maybe every other Friday night or whatever but yeah you know and it's like. It really is when I, I think that just the 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 takeaway for me in the, after after having this conversation is really like, man I just need to sit down and start scheduling more things you mm-hmm. know and I'm not saying that you know I I knew knew a girl one time um, she she would schedule out her entire week and just she had like this dry erase board and it was like, she would block out all the hours of the day and everything. And I was like, wow, it, it was insane to me. And it's like, <laughs> I'm not saying that I need to go to that level, but I'm, I'm sort yeah. of saying like, and I, I think like the, the, the other thing too, is it's like, it's easy to talk about that, but then you need to stick to it as well. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, it's, it's easy to say, Oh, I need to, you know, like I, I brought it up, I, I flaked out this morning on, on lifting. And it's like, I should have just drugged my butt out of bed and gone and lifted. And instead I, you know, didn't. <laughs> but I mean, and, and that's fine. You know, it's, it's yeah. nobody's expecting you to be a robot and, and have perfectly consistent results every time. But I think like, you know, the, the like I said, the big takeaway is like examine like to to really yeah to sort of do like the the fearless self examination here and saying like where are the areas that I'm I'm putting off the things that are really important and, and at the end of the day mm-hmm. you and I would both we love video games we love playing video games but at the end of the day I mean I was talking I was talking with a couple of guys at church about like the games I've been playing so it's like mm-hmm. yeah you know now one of them was a 15 16 year old boy but <laughs> you know whatever whatever <laughs> you know don't hate it's fine um it's fine yeah yeah it's fine <laughs> it's fine um uh but you know there was that just this to look at it and to just be we we have so many tools at our fingertips like you know the i have an iphone and built into the iphone is the the app tracker thing where it says mm-hmm. you're on your phone this much a day you know, it like I have times where it tells me, "Hey, like get off your phone." Like it shuts the phone. No, it doesn't shut the phone, but it sort of throws up a screen and says, "You know." And of course, I always hit like it's like the snooze button. I hit the ignore thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, give me fifteen fifteen more minutes on Facebook. But it's like, you know, how much time would I save for myself if I just like when that thing comes up? Okay, I'm done. You know, and it's like yeah. even just like you were saying, like, "Hey, when you come home." Like, no, I'm home. And it's like, and it's, I need to put down the phone, be there for, you know, well, for you, it's, it's the kids and, and Samantha. For mm-hmm. me, it's Megan and, you know, and, uh, 
Yeah, and sometimes too, like there's there's a lot of stuff that I've I've even sort of like, yeah, it's just it's it's an interesting sort of, and this is this is why I wanted to talk about it because I I was like oh well we talk about it and sort of like this sort of like my brain can go down some of these alleyways and just sort mm-hmm. of like you know the realistically like just sort of like to give somebody a look at sort of what a day might look like. And I'll just sort of like I'll broadcast like I'll I'll sort of like speculate about what tomorrow's gonna hold, right? So tomorrow uh I need to be in at work around seven thirty. So that means I need to leave here about seven my house about seven ten. So that means in order to get up and get ready, I need to be up six fifteen, six thirty, you know, to get I I bathed. I usually bathe at night. Not that anybody's super interested about my bathing <laughs> habits, but I bathe daily and I bathe in the af- the good. evenings most of the time. Um, that you know, because in the mornings I'm j- I just know I'm not getting up and taking a shower. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not getting up in time to do that. Um, but you know, and a lot of times, like even like packing lunches like the night before sometimes is is helpful. Yeah. Um, but. It's like, you know, I get up like tonight before I go to, I'll put out the trash because the trash comes tomorrow. So I'm going to put that out tonight before I go to bed. I'm going to, you know, uh, just, you know, because we do record a little later, I tend to get up later on days after podcasts or set my alarm for later. But it's like, I'm going to lay out my clothes and then, you know, so I'm going to get up, be out the door by like 7, 10, you know get to work i'll probably won't get done till like 5 five thirty tomorrow when i come home you Oof. know we eat and we we spend a little bit of time together and that's if she doesn't have other stuff and like she's like i said her gram's in the hospital right now so man there's just like a bunch of stuff where it's like i'm looking at that and i'm saying okay like you you know even throughout the day like maybe over my lunch you know i'll try to remember to you know, pencil in my my memorization work instead of just being on Facebook the whole time. But mm-hmm. anyways, you, you know, but it's like, you know, I'm going to come home and I'm going to try to make sure that I I do a quiet time, some journaling, like devotional, devotionally oriented, etc. So, and, and do some of my reading and just keep up with those things. And it's not that, because th- those things, like really, those things are, you know, we we've sort of, th- but those things are the priority. My my relationship with my wife, time mm-hmm. in the Word, time in prayer, you know, the the reading that I need slash want to do to just grow and be a better human being, you know, and a better Christian and a better husband, you know, like the that's the priority. But anyways. Yeah, I, I think um, so. I think it's really helpful, actually, that that we are talking about priorities in general. Because I don't want. Um, well, I mean, you mentioned just the the girl that you knew who scheduled out every single hour of the day. Um, I, I I don't think that is necessary. Maybe this is just the way that I'm wired. I don't think that is necessary. I think it's necessary to determine what are your priorities. Um, and then from there determine goals, but really it's more about what is the most important thing in your life. 
because you can say, I mean, this is, this is kind of like, oh, it's easy for Christians to say that God is the most important thing in your life, right? That's the first thing that comes to your head. Um, it's easy for married people to say your spouse. Uh, this is the first thing that pops in your head. It's easy if you have kids to say your kids. Yeah. But if someone took a look at what you were spending your time on, your free time on, would they be able to tell? Or is that just the first thing that pops into your head? Um, so I think I think when we're talking about even like scheduling things out and we're, when we're talking about, you know, that that could even leave a bad taste in your mouth. But really it's more about what your priorities are. I don't think you have to schedule out every single thing you want to do um, because naturally if you want to do it, you're going to find time to do it. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I don't think you have to schedule your wants as much as you you ought to like take a look at at your time and what you're spending time on and then set goals to accomplish certain things in areas that are more difficult for you in mm-hmm. areas that, that you think you ought to be um, that, that ought to have a higher priority in your life. Um, I would more naturally when I get home from work um, pull out my phone more often and, you know, like, I don't know, get on Facebook more, whatever. Um, th- that's easy for me. It's more difficult for me to, to intentionally set my phone down <laughs> and, and leave it in another room. Um, so I guess, yeah, what I'm saying is that the prior, I, we're primarily talking about things that we need to prioritize, not that you have to regiment your day Yeah, that you yeah, have yeah. to, um, you know, take, while I do think, you know, you ought to be mindful of what you're spending your time on. I am not suggesting that, oh, you have to be productive every single second of the day. No. No, that's no. It's, I mean, like the Lord established rhythms of rest. Yes, you know, and we need to we need to be mindful of that. I think yeah. too, like the the other part of that though is we also need to be aware that I mean, culturally, we're we're saturated in enter- entertainment and yeah. being sort of you know amused at at every given any given moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, you know, they're just, you, you know, and, and again, I can only speak for myself, but there are some things in just sort of this conversation that we've had that I really, I, I just need to repent of. Mm-hmm. I need to turn away from and say like, you know, and it doesn't mean that like I need to throw out my PlayStation or anything, right. you know, crazy like that. But what it means is like, I need to put things in the rightful place. And some of that means I need to... You know, I I think, and and again, it's just just for me. Some of that, like I use that that terminology scheduling, and I'm not saying like I'm gonna, but you know, talk to my wife and like we'll put it things on the calendar. You know, we yeah. have a calendar and say, hey, you know, let's let's say every other Friday is is date night. You know, it's like yeah. I get paid. We're gonna t- we're gonna take twenty thirty bucks and we're gonna go eat somewhere. We'll go watch a movie. We'll maybe order something in. But or or we'll but we'll watch a show or you know something yeah. we'll do play a game but like be intentional about spending time and talking to her and listening to her and I guess just one of the things that I've noticed is that when I make it a point to consistently and and I sort of said said some of this earlier but when I 
make it a point to be consistently in the word and I discipline myself and I schedule that and make that sort of a foundational element of my life. Mm-hmm. Everything else sort of falls into place. It's easier for everything else to sort of fit. And and it's that that stupid illustration where they take like the the tennis balls and the golf balls and the marbles oh, yeah. and the sand and then you know when you put the things in in the right order it all fits mm-hmm. but when you try to put like you know and i think what you know sort of what we're addressing is like you know just the the times in our lives when we put the sand in before we put everything else yeah but i dig I've, it dude I've literally, I have nothing, nothing else to say relevant yeah. to this conversation. All right. So that's fine. Now, now's now's your tr- chance to say all the things you want to, Josh, without me interrupting. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I was, I was pretty much done. Um, uh, th- yeah. The only other thing, if if anyone wants, maybe in the future, I can run down what a week looks like for me. But I'm sure you don't care, especially considering that this is a video game podcast, mm. and I have pretty consistently said. Oh, I haven't gotten able to, I haven't been able to play that much these past two weeks. Um, That's just like, this is the reason it's funny. Well, one, why I feel unqualified to even host this podcast, but two, like um, this is the reason why it takes me so stinking long to beat JRPGs is one, because I love them and I I take my time, but two is just because like, I've got other things that end up, I end up prioritizing. Um, no, see, we'll there, see. I know. I know that you say that. That, and I know I said I wasn't going to interrupt you anymore, but I lied. <laughs> I lied. Um, no, but you, you're like, oh, this this disqualifies me. Like, I don't. I shouldn't be on this podcast. I'm like, no. This is exactly why you need to be on the podcast. <laughs> like, somebody's got to be the straight man for my stupid. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, I've talked about how, uh, especially with Hollow Knight, um, oh. I had made some poor decisions uh, when I really get into certain games. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I'd like to think I've grown since then. <clears throat> Maybe not. Um, <laughs> but no, man. Um, I, I think I think we're good. I think this has been a very fruitful discussion about priorities, and hopefully, um, it has been fruitful for you guys to listen. Yes. The fruit of our mouths is now the fruit of your ears. That was a very strange thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, hey, you know, we are Christians and we're allowed to dip into Christianese and all the camp and, and goofiness that that entails, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, if you guys have some thoughts for us, there are plenty of places that you can reach out that we would love to to chat a little bit more if you have any questions, you know, or if you want to just mm. tell us how dumb we are. Um, that's fine, too. I'd love to, he- not love to hear it, but I'll hear it. Um, you can definitely, you can <laughs> contact us on, e- uh, through email, through email, on email. Oh, geez. Via uh, email. Via email. Our email address is thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com. We have the Backlog Book Club on Facebook. Come be a part. Join us on there. Um, We're playing Backlog Golf. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, the, pretty much the group has been well, can, pretty consistently. That is most of the time what's being talked about in there. I have no problem with it. It's great. 
We're talking about our backlogs. It's I awesome. just I get tired of seeing Lauren just keep. Did you want to call someone out on destroying us? Because she's just destroying us. Yeah, it is. I'm like, she bought she bought like a couple games the other day, and mm-hmm. I was like, I I in the TRG admins chat, I just looked at her and I said, man, I said you got to ease up on us, Lauren. I said like <laughs> you're like you're gonna hit negative twenty, and the rest of us, I said like I'm just I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't keep up. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure that I, I want to know how it's even possible. Because like she mentioned how she just beat Mother 3 after beating all these other games. And I was like, oh, I guess that must be shorter than Earthbound. And no, it's still a good like 25 hours. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how you did that. Because it took me months to beat Earthbound. <laughs> but- well, and that's like, I really, I really want to play. I know we're sort of sidetracking here but i really want to play earthbound and mother three like mm-hmm. and so like i want to i just want to make a solid run at them and so uh, you know octopath might get bumped again because like it's i've never i don't think i've ever beaten earthbound yeah and i i know the game like i've played it the snot out of it but i don't think i've ever beaten it and so now I'm like, I wants to beat it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm really sure want to play Mother 3. A couple people that may want to come on the podcast and talk about it if we Oh, ever, uh, for sure, man. <laughs> if we I know go that I route. know there are more than a few people who have expressed an interest in talking about that game. And I'm like, yeah. well, maybe I can play this one and <sighs> yeah. 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 So uh, anyways, if you want to tell us to hurry up and beat Earthbound, but you can reach out to us personally on our Twitter, you know, Facebook on GG, you can take a look at the games that we're playing. Um, you know, if, if you just can't wait two weeks for those updates on the podcast, we've got them on GG. If we're keeping up with it, I don't know if I'm keeping up with it, but Nate's keeping up with it. Definitely. Um, on, on most of the <laughs> social medias, um, I go by Broccolope. That's B R O C C O L O P E. And you go by Nate underscore McKeever. There you go. Yep. Because I'm super boring. <laughs> I it, mean, it, it works. No one will yeah. be mistaken when they go searching for you. Um, yeah, pretty much. You're not like, I don't know, Nate Dog 001. X, big X, little X. Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. No. You, you know, I just, all of my nicknames, I can't, I, I'm not, they shouldn't be said in polite company. So <laughs> I just, gotcha. I just, uh, I just went with my, yeah, I don't have a clever nickname and, and all the ones that aren't clever, like I said, shouldn't, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so I guess until next time, you keep beating down your backlogs and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. See ya. Peace.